0: welcome to the lifting women up podcast this is a podcast for women who are new to lifting weights who want to upgrade to a stronger happier and more confident version of themselves and i am your host nicole hill owner of Nicole Hill Coaching. I'm an online fitness coach who helps women to upgrade their bodies and their minds to attain the results that they want to in their health and their wellness. I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lifting Women Up podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hill, and I am so happy and excited that you're here. I'm going to jump right in. Today's episode is going to be nice and short, but there is something that I want to bring to the top of your mind, especially if right now you are working towards a goal, whether that is exercise, nutrition, or something completely different. This applies to everything. But what I want to share first is the tweet that sparked all of this in me and all of these thoughts that I've been having that I want to share with you today. And this tweet is from Joel Jamison. He is a top conditioning coach. And go follow him because honestly, his stuff is amazing. But he tweeted the other day, well, probably about a month ago, there's often a difference between what your body needs and what you feel like doing. Self-awareness is knowing the difference between the two. Self-control is making the right choice. That's why these two are the most important skills in fitness to develop. And he is absolutely 100% correct in that. And one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that they are skills to develop. And I've been seeing this a lot. And I, in fact, asked a question yesterday to my audience about what they are working on in July. And I get this answer a lot is I just need to be disciplined. I need to have self-control. And those things don't just exist from birth. (laughs) Even though... You might think that they do, that you have to, you know, pull discipline from this special place in in your body and you just have to do it. And that's not the case. This is something to practice. And the first step to developing more self-control is (laughs) self-awareness. And self-awareness really does start at a very surface level. And the goal, well, not even the goal, but you want to continue to really peel back the layers of yourself to really learn, especially your thoughts, your feelings, and really just your emotions around certain things around, you know, what are your thoughts and your feelings around exercise and food And work and really everything in your life and that is the first place that you want to begin and I'm gonna use this example because this is exactly what I do with my clients and we do a weekly check-in and this is the opportunity for them to check in with themselves from a standpoint of what actually happened so here's what I did this week Here's what went well. Here's what didn't go well. And this is purely from from data, right? So I got three out of my three strength sessions in this week. I did all 7,000 of my steps. That was my goal. And, you know, whatever their goals are, here's what actually happened. Here's the data. But then we also get into the emotions behind it. How do you feel this week went? Because what ends up happening a lot is what actually happened or their feelings about what happened are different than what actually happened, which is so interesting when you stop to think about it. So you could have someone who got their workouts in and they did all of their steps, but maybe they had two meals that they went off track that they didn't they didn't anticipate that and you know instead of eating the meal that they had prepped they stopped and got takeout because they had a really tough day at work and so from those things happening their their perception of the week was it was horrible it was trash (laughs) i sucked and then as someone who is removed from that from that person you know i am not that person right so i'm able to be unbiased and i can look and say well all of these other meals that you ate were on track and what you wanted to do you did this you did this so what's the problem why do you feel that way and our feelings can dictate remember our feelings can end up dictating our behaviors as well so if say that person went off track and then they felt a certain way, like, again, I'm a failure. I suck. And you know what? This doesn't matter anyway. So screw it. And then that seeps into the next day, or that just seeps into later in the day, whatever, whenever this is happening. And then it causes other things to happen that they don't necessarily want to happen. And that's why really understanding your thoughts and your feelings. And emotions around the things that you're dealing with in a day is so important. So, the number one thing that you can start to do to bring awareness is to sit with those feelings. And this can be really uncomfortable, which is why what ends up happening your brain is uncomfortable with this, doesn't wanna deal with it because it wants to keep you safe. So, it puts distance between you and the feelings. And that is where we get our coping mechanisms. And coping mechanisms, they serve a purpose. You know, we don't have to say they're bad. Maybe they aren't coping mechanisms that necessarily serve a better purpose for us, but they exist for a reason. And understanding what that reason is is going to be the first awareness around that. And Once you're aware wow you know i realized that when i have a really tough day at work i usually go to the store and i get a bottle of wine and i come home and i drink that bottle of wine and then i don't have to think about that thing and it makes me feel better because i've just pushed it aside but obviously it doesn't go away those feelings don't go away in fact they stay and then think about What those feelings did initially. You had a really stressful day at work and you let those emotions run through you instead of handling them. Instead, going to the store and saying, I want to feel better. Here's how I'm going to feel better. And then think about the effect that that might have. You may have an early morning workout that you want to get done, but you don't go to bed until late, you feel like shit in the morning, you don't want to get up, then you wake up later than normal, you're rushed for work, you don't eat a good breakfast. So think about all of the, the things that tend to happen when you have that thought, that feeling, that emotion that stays in your body and is not dealt with. Okay, so that's what it can do. So by bringing awareness to those things is going to be incredibly helpful. And remember, these things can also seep into your bedtime, which is what I see a lot. And the anxiety that you had during the day comes with you into the bedroom, and then you try and fall asleep. Maybe you do fall asleep, but you can't stay asleep. Or you can't fall asleep at all and you're up until all hours of the night and you're constantly ruminating and thinking and replaying your day or what you should have done differently and all of those things. So this is your first step is to simply become aware of those thoughts in your head. And what you can do too is get them out of your head. One thing that I like to always recommend for clients is just to do a brain dump. And that means writing everything in your head. I don't care if it's shopping list, if it's about, I mean, really everything. What is going on in your head? Are you thinking about the weekend? Are you, you know, thinking about the argument that you had with a coworker? Are you thinking that you want to quit your job? What what exactly is going on up there? because you may have some additional insights as well that you may just not be fully aware of or things that you are constantly saying to yourself and maybe they aren't the nicest things either maybe they're going through your head all day every day and what you can also do in addition so that's going to be one of your most important things is understanding from that side but then understanding what your body's actually telling you because your body is going to communicate with you in a different way as well. Um, And this, I like using this system. It's from Sam Miller and it's called Shreds. What this stands for is sleep, hunger, recovery, energy, digestion, and stress. And this is a great way to also check in with yourself to see how your body's doing. And I want to go through a quick explanation of those things because this is, Something that you can do, I would recommend in the morning, but if you don't have time to do it in the morning, that's okay too, but you want it while it's fresh in your mind. So sleep, how did you sleep? Were you able to get seven to nine hours of sleep? Was it restful sleep? Did you toss and turn? Did you have to wake up to go to to use the bathroom in the middle of the night? What did your sleep look like? How was it? Hunger levels, are you feeling hungrier than normal? And remember, if you're a woman, this can be, this can obviously be many things, but more importantly, so hunger, if you are feeling increased hunger, this can come from sleep deprivation. And what ends up happening, research has shown that just from one poor night of sleep, this can actually cause you to ingest an extra 250 to 300 calories. But also our cycle can do this too. So if you are in the later part of your cycle after ovulation, you're in your what's called your luteal phase, your metabol- your metabolism actually does increase during this time too. So that could also be why you're hungry as well. So getting in tune with those things is going to be really important. And, you know, understanding So going off into, like, if it is your cycle and you're really upset and you're like, I don't understand why I'm so hungry, I need to, you know, not eat and I need to keep my calories here, maybe during that time, because your metabolism is increased, maybe you do need to add some more calories in that time of the month. And that's okay. But becoming aware is going to be your first step to really understanding that and how you're feeling. Recovery. How are you recovering from your workouts? Are you staying sore for days on end? Do you just never feel like you are recovering even though you are resting appropriately? Energy levels. Are you able to sustain your energy levels throughout the day? So, do you have to chug a bunch of caffeine or energy drinks just to make it through the day? Are you experiencing a lot of brain fog? not being able to focus, things like that. What are, you, what are your energy levels like? Digestion. Check out the chart online. There is, I think it's called the Bristol stool chart. Check to see where your stool falls on that. Make sure that it is normal because you know what can affect your bowel movements. And, and of course, like how many bowel movements are you having? Are you not having any, Where you just, are are you having too many? Understand what is normal and then also look into, look to your body too. What is normal for you? Um, But understanding what it should be is going to be important too because maybe what you've been experiencing for a while is not in fact normal. Um, And then the last one is stress how are you handling your stress levels? So not are you stressed, but how are you handling your stress? Do you feel like you are about to blow and you just can't deal with another person? How are you handling? Or do you have a lot on your plate, but you feel pretty good. You're moving through things very easily. You um, have patience. You're not feeling a lot of anxiety. You might be feeling a little, that's normal, but all in all, you're dealing pretty well. Remember too that our brain also likes to hide stress from us as well. So another thing, another layer that you can go into just to make sure that you are in fact handling stress pretty well and your body is not under a lot of stress is three things. Number one is Well, we'll just talk about two. So two things that you can look into, blood pressure, making sure that you have a normal blood pressure. Number two, HRV, which is your heart rate variability. If you wear a whoop, you can find your HRV on there. And if you have an Apple watch, you can find it in your health app, um, under one of the heart, um, parts. And you can also use a, there are Polar has a device. It's the Polar H10, which is the the chest heart rate monitor. And you can can pair that with um, Elite HRV app, and it will tell you, sorry about that, (laughs) Uh, but it will tell you what your HRV is and where it should be. So, those are three things that you can check um, just to make sure that you are, in fact, handling your stress well. But becoming aware of really what is, where do you feel good? Where do you feel your best? And then taking a look at where all of those things fall when you do feel your best. Because when you have that baseline that you're working off of, when you are experiencing a lot of stress in your day, or there's there's just something happening in your body and it's trying to communicate with you, you're going to know, okay, this is not normal for me here's my baseline but here's how i have been feeling so okay what's going on let me find a solution or you know just become more aware and going through all of those things to see what is going on in my life so i want to make sure that i covered everything with you and that's pretty much the gist of it that's where i want you to start thinking because like i had mentioned A lot of these are going to be very surface level when you first start becoming aware of your thoughts, your feelings, emotions, what your body's telling you, all of these things. But remember, we want to look for that root cause because whatever behavior it is that you are working towards, whether that is just exercising more, getting into strength training and wanting to be more consistent with it, eating healthier all of these things are going to boil down to really what is happening at the at the deeper level and in order to understand that and to really understand yourself becoming more self-aware is going to be crucial and one thing that I do want to mention Is self compassion. Having self compassion for yourself during this entire process has to happen because to truly become aware and even self control, we didn't talk a lot about self control, um, but to have both of those things is going to require yourself to be compassionate to yourself. So being compassionate to yourself means Understanding yourself through awareness. And then also, if you want to have more self-control, you are not going to get it by bashing yourself. Showing yourself compassion actually in research has shown to give you more self-control. And also with your awareness, becoming aware of why you're doing things or why you're feeling certain things and going into that, that deepness of it is going to allow you to actually understand yourself and then be able to come to a solution because if you are not if you are in that that critical state and when you are critical towards yourself that can be very stressful and you know what else happens with stress when you are under that much stress you are not going to be curious about yourself you're not going to want to ask these questions, to dig deeper, to get to know yourself. So that is where I want you to start, becoming more aware and doing it in a compassionate way to really just fully understand yourself. Know that this is not going to happen overnight. Give yourself patience and give yourself time. I hope that you found this helpful and I would absolutely love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Lifting Women Up podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you were able to take something away from it. And I have one favor to ask you, actually two. My first favor is if you know someone who would benefit from this message and from listening to this episode, please, please share it with them and spread the knowledge. And number two, I would absolutely love to connect with you, whether that is on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or email. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Nicole Hill Coaching, same thing on Facebook and TikTok. And... My email address is Nicole Hill or Nicole at Nicole com, and I will link those in the show note. And I hope to see you next time.